Welcome back, everyone, to the Star Wars podcast. Today we are recapping episode seven of What If, or as my wife has mistakenly called it twice now, As If. And we're going to be having sp full spoiler details. So if you haven't seen the episode, I would get out of here. Um, and look, I'm not even going to say go watch it, okay? Look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming on hot off the top. Like, uh, if you're like, if you somehow, if you're, if you're listening to this and you have not seen the episode, I mean, uh, uh, Tommy, Tommy might be mad at me, but you can skip it. Okay, here's my, here's my brother from another mother. It's Tommy. What do you think about that? Michael, we need to hurry. We need to, we need to clean up the podcast. We need to, all, all that stuff we said weeks ago about what if they're coming for us now. The execs are coming to yell at us. We need to clean up everything. Yeah, that's me at the end of every podcast editing it. I'm like, oh, I got, I got to clean up all this stuff and, and uh, make it presentable before yeah. mom comes home, I guess. That's always the biggest threat. You know, there's always someone out there that can uh, lay down the hurt into whoever is uh, causing you trouble. So you just got to find that person. I think that's the lesson from this week is like, listen, if I – have trouble with my, with Michael if he doesn't like my podcast idea for a for a fun episode. I just gotta find his weakness. I gotta find the person that can control Michael. Exactly, that's all you gotta do. Yeah. So Tommy, th this episode it, it asks the question: What if everybody in the MCU is completely insufferable? So I want to know, Tommy, what is <laughs> what is your opinion on the episode? Like, uh, we get a little bit here, but uh, break it down for us. I'm. I'm... <sighs> I'm not as low as you just because I feel like I just don't have it in me. But it definitely was a lighter episode and an episode where I'm almost like, what are we doing here? I think I asked myself a couple of times, it's like, what what was the point of this? Like, What did they want to get across in this episode? And, and the only thing I can think of really for me was that it's a lightness in a series that the last like three episodes I would say were pretty dark. And so I think with this one, they wanted to have something a little more light to break that up. If someone is binging, I just don't know if it, I, I think there was a better story here with that question of like, what if Loki never got picked up by Odin? What if Loki and, and Thor didn't grow up together? I actually think you could have done a very compelling story. And maybe that's something we do at the end. It's like pick up what we did last week of like, what can we, what would we do if we had this title? Because I, I think you go serious here. I think this is a really compelling question because I think we always talk about Loki and Thor and their dynamic, but like, I think that would be detrimental to Thor if Loki's not around. Yeah, I agree. And I don't even necessarily think that it because I, I agree, like we need this. This is Marvel. It, it's lighthearted. We have light, like way more lighthearted movies. They're more comedic. And I appreciate that from the MCU. Like I, it's always refreshing to get something like that. Like Thor Ragnarok is one of my favorite movies. And that's because it kind of broke up. Like it basically was this episode to the MCU. Right. It was like there was so much serious, dark stuff. And then Thor Ragnarok came out and it was like just fun and lighthearted. And like I, so I get the objective here. The issue is I just found everything to be completely unfunny and uninteresting and i also feel like nobody was really it, it, like nobody was being themselves <laughs> you know it's no. like, there, like there wasn't one character that i was like oh here's my character like i think the only one was like drax like we, we get a quick 
uh, tidbit from Drax. I'm like, okay, that's Drax. But everyone else, I'm like, why is like Nebula cracking jokes and gambling? Like, I. <laughs> I think Drax just puked. Are you saying that was like that was enough yeah, for his character? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I agree with you. I think it was all over the place, and like I think they tried to do Thor Ragnarok, right? But the thing with that was, yes, he's like this frat boy, and he's a little like goofier, right? But with this, they completely made him like a douchebag. They made him not a nice guy, and and like he had no sense of care for anyone else. I think that's the difference. If we're going to talk about the differences between this and Ragnarok, I think Ragnarok, he still cares about people. Everything he was doing, you know, he was, he's like a, a bull in a China shop and he's going to knock a bunch of stuff down, but his heart was in the right place in that situation, right? Like he wanted to protect the Asgardians. That was his goal. Here you lose that, the heart of Thor. And I think that's the issue and why it's hard to really like this episode because you're right. They're not likable characters. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, uh, let, let's go ahead and dive into like the actual breakdown here. Um, just to, uh, but how about this? Here, here's, here's something positive right off the rip here. We get one of our favorite characters, Darcy. Darcy's back. Finally. I mean, uh, that, that was like, uh, one of the biggest highlights of WandaVision for us. I mean, we love the whole show, but Darcy was, was great. And, uh, yeah, we get, we get, uh, OG Darcy here with Jane and I guess they're like, uh, they're investigating this little anomaly or invasion. Yeah. Because of the big thing and like why this is, you know, a serious threat, uh, I think Jane is trying to bring attention to the fact that like there's this thing out there that's like destroying planets. That's what they know going into this. And again, that's like, they bring that up as like a serious accusation. And then it's kind of like pushed aside as a joke later on. Like, it's like not a big deal. Yeah. And that's, uh, uh, this is, this is not the worst of, I've got a big complaint coming up about Jane, Jane and Darcy, but, um, yes, they, they, they spot this anomaly and, uh, it, it's Thor. Thor shows up and, and this time he's showing up in Vegas. He's brought some buddies and he's here to party. Which like, okay. So if your mom told you to study, would you do that though? Like think of like teenagers. Like it does make sense that Thor would like sneak out to go rage. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're absolutely right. I, um, I've, I've had my secret parties in my life, right? <laughs> no, nothing quite like this. Uh, so I get it, but I I don't get how this comes from Loki not being there. Like I think Thor would still do this if Loki was around. You just had might have Loki being like, "Come on, Thor, we need to get back. Mom's gonna be upset." So like maybe he stops it. Maybe Loki is like the maybe Loki is the voice of reason there in a weird way. Because um, I feel like Lo Loki would be a party pooper. Well, what's weird is Loki does show up later and like they call like they seem to have a great relationship and they call each other brothers from another mother which by the way they were already brothers from another mother um but they, they like he's loki's still in his life i, I don't know i, I just don't I, and that's i think the show just want to be cheeky with like ah look it's loki the uh, ice giant but they're still friends like look at this, this is crazy i i I think they threw a lot at the wall and they were hoping that a lot of it would stick. But yeah, I mean, I think like this is a concept. Yeah. He goes to Vegas. Uh, I was more intrigued with like the Freya side of things, honestly, at this, like it was interesting. Like Odin is in his Odin sleep. And so Freya is just like, uh, Freya, Freya is like, 
all right, cool, I'm going to go hang out with my sister and drink because this only happens like once in a blue moon. Yeah. Uh, uh, not, nice pun there. They're, she's going to go drink once in a blue moon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she leaves him with a babysitter. What's this guy's name again? Uh, Heimdall. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's his babysitter, I guess. And, and that's like, all of this feels like, it's like a... It's almost like a sitcom plot, right? I think you should have had this. Ep- I get what they were trying to do of like breaking up the seriousness. I would have had this in the first couple episodes, and I think it would have hit differently. I think it's because we've had intense what ifs, and so you go into this, and you're right. It feels like almost like one of those young adult films from the '90s, or something, where it's like Ferris Bueller, almost like that. Like that's what this feels like, uh, which is fine. It's just like I think I just went in with different expectations. So I have a fun little tidbit for you. I've read some stuff online. So originally, there was a leaked episode breakdown. Like it it basically, because Marvel was not telling us week to week uh, what episodes were coming out, or at least they didn't give us a full breakdown, right? Um, But somebody had leaked it, and it, it was slowly turning out to be correct. But the difference came when Marvel Zombies showed up, because apparently Party Thor was supposed to come and and we can and we can spot this because the watcher is further back in this episode. Um, he's not because like we've we've mentioned, we're starting to see more of his facial features. Um, he's getting closer, but in this episode, he's more distant. So I think it does. And and I guess the only thing that I could possibly think the only reason I think this could have happened was maybe they thought. Uh, because I, I, I think Marvel, I think they knew Marvel Zombies was their banger, and they needed something uh, to keep people going. If that makes sense, like I, I, I feel like they kind of wanted to spread out maybe the the less great episodes, and I think that's how this one got put here. I wonder if it was because of the ending. I mean, we'll get to it, but I, I think the ending was important. But yeah, I didn't notice what you're talking about. Like I was like, huh, the Watcher's not anywhere, and they've really been being um free with like showing the watcher all over the place in these episodes so i'm intrigued to follow that i think this is something that i do think what if it's going to be a series that when we see the full thing we may have different opinions on some of these episodes is my hope at least yes so um We'll go back to the episode. We we get uh, Jane is uh, Jane and Darcy. I guess they're kind of specifically Jane is swooning over Thor, and uh, yeah, this is kind of the party gets started very quickly. And this is like with Jane, like it's very quickly, and she's so puppy dog in love, and that doesn't feel like Jane because even when she was in, like likes Thor in Thor, I feel like she was trying to pretend that like she was trying to convince herself she wasn't into him. You know? Yeah, man, I am so excited. Um, we know we know about the upcoming Thor movie, which is called Thor and Love, Love and Thunder, and Natalie Portman has been confirmed to come back for that movie. I can't wait to get like another version of this character because I don't I didn't like this character originally, and I think this is even worse. So Well, that's the thing. I'm assuming it was a, a lovely experience for her. Um Natalie Portman, if people don't know was so off put by the experience from Thor and Thor two that like she swore off playing the character again. Like she was not going to play the character. Like even in Endgame when they like showed her, I think they just used shots of from the original. It was like 
she was not going to play it. And so whatever Taika said to her to get her to sign up and the fact that she is now voicing the character on a show that like is so mini minimal, is it means her? I believe, I mean, if not, it's a really good voice double. Uh, I, I knew, I, I knew Chris Hemsworth and Brie Larson were here, but I, I was, I didn't hear one way or another. I so. could be wrong. So I, you know, I didn't go back and look on that. It sounds like her. Yeah. So either way I would, if she was, I'm assuming that's looking good for Thor. Uh, I will say it's a it's a bold choice to make this about Jane and Thor's love relationship. Just because, from my understanding, maybe this is spoilers, we don't want to know anything about Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, I feel like they've been hinting pretty heavily that there's going to be a different kind of relationship for Jane uh, in that movie uh, with, with Valkyrie, I feel like has been hinted. Um, so I, it would be interesting that they're pushing this Thor relationship on us. No, maybe that's what the movie is. Maybe Jane still is with Thor in this movie. Maybe I'm wrong, but I've heard rumors uh, of that being the case. Yeah, there's got to be some big stuff in store for Natalie Portman for her to have to come back through all that. So very excited for, for all that. Um, yeah, I get this is where we start to see uh, many more cameos here. This is what I don't get. Why is the Grandmaster a DJ? <laughs> you know, like I guess... Because Loki didn't have a brother that now the Grandmaster um, has decided to turn his passion towards EDM. I don't know. Maybe Thor was so persuasive in getting people to join his parties that even the Grandmaster couldn't be uh, pulled away from it. And and he loves who who best to DJ than like the king of parties himself. I feel like the Grandmaster throws tons of parties. We heard all about his spaceship and what happens in there. So. Yeah, that's that is that's a good point. He's a he's a party animal. Um, yeah. Was there any? Uh, I, I know we get we get some we get Korg. I, I I saw Valkyrie in there. Um, I mentioned Nebula and Drax. Yeah, they really threw almost every character at the wall in this episode, but in this part, yeah, I mean, we see a lot of familiar faces with the Guardians. There's a lot of Guardians in here. We even see Rocket at one point in a sink. Uh, and, and I think one of the things that I thought was cool, uh, well, we see a couple, we do see uh, the, I believe the guards, the guards from, uh, you know, uh, Guardians 2, the gold people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gold I thought that was a cool, yeah. a cool callback. Uh, then the other thing I want to bring up, there's a guy with a Hawaiian shirt with pineapples on it in the episode around this spot. That shirt is like kind of, uh, like famous now with the Thor universe because it a was the shirt that uh, Taika was war- wearing when it was announced that he was directing Thor, uh, Thor three, right? Thor Ragnarok, and then he ended up giving that character, or they they ended up giving uh, Korg the character voiced by Taika that shirt, that Hawaiian shirt in uh, Endgame, and now that it's back in here, there's a random guy wearing that pineapple shirt in the episode. Yeah, I mean that is a that is a that's a cool little cameo. I never even picked that up uh, to begin with. I never realized that that shirt was relevant in Endgame. So uh, that is some fun. Uh, they're kind of mish- mashing our world together with that. So. It's the sisterhood of the traveling shirt. But the other thing I will say, I think what I'm gathering from What If, I'm trying to focus on who they're focusing on. What characters do you, do they want to be important? Is it important that they've given a lot of time to some of these secondary characters and really the Avengers or, you know, our original Avengers aren't getting that much. 
time. Like, like I said last week, with you have an episode that's kind of dedicated to Iron Man, but really the whole focus is on Killmonger. When you could have done a really cool study on Iron Man, I think, in that episode. I think here it's like it's about Thor, but it's like they're showing us. I mean, they even give us time with Howard the Duck. Why is Howard the Duck back here again? I, it was fun. It was cute. But, like, why? why? I, I'm trying to dissect, like, what is Marvel trying to set up for us? I don't look, and this is probably uh, okay. Maybe, maybe I have three positive points. Um, uh, I, I loved Howard the Duck's involvement here. It doesn't make any sense. Just like everyone, like no, nothing here makes sense. But I, I just thought that like Darcy falling in love with Howard the Duck. I don't know why that just works so perfectly for me. Like I, I love that. Like that was uh, it's Darcy the Duck, man. I mean, uh, come on. Do you think their marriage lasts? Uh, yeah, that's a tough question. I don't think it does. I think I think it's something where like she's always like Howard, you never vacuum, you never do the dishes. And Howard Martini. Yeah, he's always drinking, and he's just like, "Listen, Darcy, this is who I am. You knew what you signed up for." Yeah, yeah. So that uh, where where's that spinoff show? It's coming. What if? Hopefully. <laughs> what if Darcy and uh, Howard the Duck get married? That that will be interesting to watch if we get a, se- a second season here, and like I th- we are getting a second season, um, but I think it'd be interesting to see like if they can like not necessarily like a sequel to a what if, but like within the same universe, focus on um, someone else. But it's kind of like a different question, right? It would be like what if, just as an example, what if Darcy and Howard <laughs> the Duck got married, which would probably be way dumber than what we watched. Yeah. I mean, it's listen, there was some highlights. There was some good moments. Like I said, seeing all these characters, like I think the amount of aliens they threw in there, there were some characters I'm intrigued by that we've gotten nothing about before. And I was like, oh, that's a cool design of a character. So I like this stuff. Uh, I thought the party sequence was fun. We got Elvis uh, marrying Darcy and Howard the Duck. That was fun. Yeah, look, and I don't, I, I don't want to, like, uh, shoot you down because we need some positivity here, right? Like, somebody listening to this liked this episode, and we want them to feel represented. Um, but, I, Tommy, I think this is the worst episode that we have ever covered. Like, I can't think of anything that I hated more than this. So I like, and like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy, you know. I don't want to be like the negative one. I want to love these, and I'm trying, but I cannot love this episode. There's nothing. About uh, it. I agree. So let's just we'll get through it together. I'll I'll uh, grab your hand, Michael, and we'll. Tommy, walk. I was like, I was very close to saying, you want to skip this recap? Oh my gosh, we can't <laughs> do that to the that fans. Well, Michael, I, I, let's get along for your sake. I'll I'll I'll. We'll pick it up uh, because I agree with you. Like, I think everything you're saying, I, I agree with uh, because it, it was, like I said, the whole time I was asking myself, what are we doing here? Uh, and one of the reasons I was asking myself that is because of what we get to where we find out that Maria Hill has taken over S.H.I.E.L.D. because Nick Fury uh, had an accident with Thor and now Thor is numero uno, uh, enemy number one. This felt so comical. Nick Fury getting bull rushed by Korg and getting thrown off into the sky. It's just like, uh, I don't know. It's almost like, I, I feel like the benefit of doing what if is like seeing like really awesome, like possibilities. And I, I've like things like that, where it's like, we're going to like 
kill Nick Fury or or, or not, I think they said that he was not dead, but to like throw him in the air like that's I don't want to see Nick I don't want to see that happen to Nick Fury. I think I think I figured out the problem with what if. I think they started from the backward. They started from the end. They wanted key moments in these episodes. One of these co- one of the things they wanted to get done in this Captain Marvel versus Thor. People were talking about it since Endgame when they had that moment of like funny banter back and forth. People were like, who would win in that fight? I think the whole goal of this episode was to get that achieved, to see that on your screens. And I think we got it here. And to me, it annoyed me. Man, we got the best version of them finally calling in Captain Marvel because like, yeah, it was a serious thing when she got in called in for a blip. If they're calling her in for every, like, so far in What If, uh, Captain Marvel has been called multiple times, and it's like some low-stake things that she's getting called in for. Again, that feels like disrespect to, like, everything that's happened in the storyline up until this point. It's like, this is what you're, this, like, like, it took a lot to get Captain Marvel back in the first plot. Like, it took, like, the destruction of half the universe for her to want to be involved. And now uh, Thor throws a party and she's she's like the cop that shows up to the house and like shoes everyone away. Yeah, it sounds like people just need to talk to Thor. No one's really talking to him. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was a dumb dumb and like probably that wouldn't have worked anyways. Uh, and gosh, if I had to see his stupid tattoo that him and Jane got, it looked like a temporary. It, it looks so dumb. I hated it. I hated it so much, and I didn't want to see it on my screen anymore. Yeah, and to be fair, um, I, I feel like it does kind of accurately represent like a last-minute tattoo you might get in Las Vegas. Sure. Kind of like, uh, like, uh, th- like, this is very impromptu. We're going to just go to the first person we see, and you're going to give us this. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, and, and what did you feel about, like, Maria Hill? We got some of Maria Hill. We got Kobe Smulders uh, reprising uh, her, her role here. Uh I, I've wanted to see more of Maria Hill. That actually has been like a great of mine because I have liked her in the comics because she does do drastic things like this. This kind of does fit her to a little bit because usually the times when things go crazy and like the government is doing things, it's usually because Maria Hill is in charge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- again, uh, why don't we get a uh, Maria Hill what if episode? Like, uh, I, I, well, you asked, they should have like, gave her. Sh- yeah. They should have gave her a shield over Phil Coulson. That's a whole the agent's shield. But, like, that should have been her. Anyways, yeah, you're right. Like, we could do more with her. Yeah, but yeah, the initial question was, what do I think of her? I think nothing of her in this episode. Like, I don't think no. there was anything to be, like... Uh, I'm surprised that the, 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 the actress reprised the role. Like, I, like what, what about... It must be money. Uh, yeah. And the logic of things didn't make sense. I think that's my other issue with this episode, like... Her choice, you know, we'll get to it, but real quick with, like, the nuke choice, it just, there was no, logic told you that wasn't a good choice for her, but the show wanted that threat because they needed to, you know, again, they're they're creating a story, and in stories you need to increase the pacing in dramatic moments, and that was their solution, but the solution had so many holes in it. This episode was more like Swiss cheese than I've ever seen in an episode. Oh, uh, uh, well, I will touch because we we, t- we talked about it briefly here, um, and I w- this is another positive point for me. The the Thor Captain Marvel fight was uh, was really cool. Yes, probably too short, and then like it also kind of gets interrupted by like a funny Stonehenge scene 
which um I just I like those two like just fighting in the desert was all that I needed, you know. So But also Thor, just leave your hammer on her. Just never pick it up. Just leave your hammer, party your days, and when you're ready to go, then pick the hammer up. And they're they're calling her a party pooper, right? Yeah. Like that that's just like something I never thought would happen. Like I I know this isn't like the uh the MCU technically, but like uh, that's just something I never thought I would see is like a bunch of people pointing at party pooper party. Pooper. Well, because it was a silly joke, right? Because it's like you think he's going to say the B word or something, right? Like he's getting all worked up. You think he's going to say something intense, and then he's just like, "No, you're. A, I'm going to say the thing that all uh, Earthlings call women in this world party poopers." Like, were moment. we supposed to laugh? I don't know if we're supposed to like Thor. Like, I don't know if we're supposed to like Thor in this episode. He deserved a snapback. Like, I feel like, uh, well, number one, like his, he's basically like the same, like visually the same character. And why, like, I would have laughed if he had like, you know that 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 douche guy meme where he's like the dude with the fur coat and the hat. Like, if he was kind of like dressed like him, that would make a lot more sense to me. I think that a version i mean i have my version that I would have liked for this episode but i do think why didn't thor just become like dudley dursley essentially like without the competition of loki for the throne i could see thor just becoming a spoiled brat which we got here but like just like he's like not even athletic he's just a little pompous boy that's like what i only got 50 presents i was expecting 52 presents like that's what i wanted from thor i think that would be interesting here yeah 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 i hear you uh, so another eye rolling moment here. The the next solution that they come up with is because because Captain Marvel didn't work right. So Jane has the idea to call his mother. See, I actually didn't mind this idea. I, I less eye rolled on this. I thought that was actually a pretty clever. Like, I mean, again, if you're going with the Ferris Bueller type vibe of this episode, of course you're gonna call the mom. That's that's how all parties must end. It, it fits the theme, no doubt. Yeah. But again, it's the theme that I don't like, and yes. all the things that it captures. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it does. Yeah, this is this is how you do it. It, it. Living in this type of world, you would want to call their mother to come break it up. Yeah, you first had to buy into what they're selling you, <laughs> but once you bought into it, it does make sense that <laughs> that she would get involved here. Yeah, what do you think about the bridge party? They're like, uh, they're on a bridge. Yeah, with like a with a some type of Chardonnay. It's not. I mean, better than Chardonnay. I would right. imagine, of course. But. Um, I don't know if I'm a big Chardonnay. I don't like the taste of, of butter. I feel like Chardonnay is a little too buttery. Um, I might not be acquainted enough with Chardonnay to know. But I think I Chardonnay is the butter one. I may not also be acquainted, but I think it's the one that tastes buttery. But I like I, I I've had Chardonnay, but I don't remember it being buttery. Oh, maybe we'll have to have a Chardonnay taste test. Taste test. <laughs> our bonus. If, our bonus. Podcast. If next episode is anything like this, we will be doing a Chardonnay. We'll just do that instead. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind this here. I will say the thing I didn't like from here because that was good character moment for Jane in this in in this arc that they created in this episode. But then it didn't really come up to something. You know, he forgave her pretty easily. But the problem I had with this. How long did it take her to get to Earth? It, It was like was she stopping other places like. From my understanding, that should be pretty instantaneous. Like, and she was just taking her good old time. Yeah, not too worried about it, right? Um, yeah, 
I want to ask about what what happens here. Jane makes a loud noise to wake up uh, his babysitter. I already forgot the guy's name. Um, well, no, Hemdall was up. The whole thing was so Hemdall just doesn't watch Earth because it basically made a joke of like Earth is so unimportant in the universe that this is the one place that Hemdall wouldn't be certain. Because Hemdall, I mean, he sees all. He's the, you know, Hemdall's great. They really didn't do Hemdall justice. He's not like the watcher then, huh? Kind of. I mean, that's kind of that's why they they took out his eyes. At one point, he loses his eyes. It's the whole thing. Uh, Iris album played him in the movie. Uh, great actor. Uh, should have done more with him. That I didn't realize that was the this, this same character. I, I don't think I'm up to date on my Thor lore. I, oh yeah, you got to get into it. It's actually really intriguing stuff. The comics do are really good, and it's it, I. It was one of the series when I got into comics again in in the the 2011s. Uh, Thor was one of the ones that I really enjoyed reading. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I think here, like, there's a lot going on. You got Loki and the Giants. I really think I could have done without Loki and the Ice Giants. It was a fun, cheeky thing and a cool moment, but in in retrospect, wasn't great there. Um, again, like I said, Maria with the nuke, I thought that was just so cheesy and just in there for a moment. Um, and, yeah, we get Thor basically trying to get everyone to help him clean Earth before his mom arrives. Yeah, he uh, uh, he 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 resets the Tower of Pisa. Uh, well, that felt like so a we... nice nod to Superman. There's a Superman movie where where he also does the same That's thing. Right. That's right. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll accept. I won't make fun of that. That's gonna that 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 might be the funniest part of the episode. I also see one that got me. I like Sertor uh, uh, flirting with Statue of Liberty. Oh yeah, but again, it's like. Uh, would that character do this? Like, no, none uh, of this. Like... <laughs> you just had to believe that it's a whole different. You you had the. I think that's the thing going in. You just have to assume you know nothing. Honestly, this series might be great for someone who's never seen any Marvel stuff. Uh, you could be right, but I would never ever. No, <laughs> no, I agree. But yeah, so that was a Superman reference in my eyes of the the Tower of Pisa. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he cleans up. Yep, he cleans up, and uh, yeah, again, this is just kind of like the tradition. Like it, it's a, it's like something out of Full House. Like uh, they gotta like clean up really quickly before mom comes home, and yeah. and we even get like the thing that gives him away later when he calls uh, his hammer, and it's like it's got like uh, Mardi Gras uh, beads and like underwear, and he got caught anyways. Classic Thor. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's when the Kirby Enthusiasm theme started playing. Yep, and then and then they all live happily ever after. Yep. Yeah. No, nothing. Nobody. Nobody malicious showing up here. Yeah. Because right? Thor and Jane, they're gonna start dating. Everything's great. Uh, no, this is the important part. This is the episode to me. This is the only part that saved the episode to me. This ending, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I have thoughts, Michael. Uh, uh, Ultron shows up with all the infinity stones uh not only does he show up he then pops his lid revealing that really it's a vision underneath yes so i really like this this is uh this is my thought so it's it's darcy the duck like that i like the fight between captain marvel and thor and then there's this these are my three if i'm holding on to anything here those are my three favorite things um this is so like the uh this is like what i want from from what if right and it's uh well first and foremost uh 
we're seeing this character again, right, Tommy? This is not the end. I imagine, like, I. So this is my thing about this scene. The Watcher was thrown off. The Watcher did not see this coming. He says his line. Like, this is different than when Doctor Strange, the universe, blew up. Uh, because with that, he knew it was coming. He sees everything. He didn't see this Ultron version coming. And so this is why I think he interferes, because he realizes something is off. Something has happened. And I think this is the start of you seeing the Watcher fully interfering on what's happening because i think this is really important here yes and what i like about this um in age of ultron it, like vision the creation of vision and ultron are very like side by side it happens at the same time really and uh you can imagine that like instead of like these two separate entities being created it's one entity and when you put vision and ultron together like it makes sense that he gets all the infinity stones. So again, this is like, this is like why I wanted this show. I wanted something like smart, and this is like this is a smart decision. I would have loved the. I almost would wish they took what if seriously because I would have liked an episode of this. What if Ultron got his wish and got the full Vision body? What happens then? And and we've got an actual series kind of like that. It's not even what if of like. There's been a world where. Ultron one, there's, it's it's you know I think there's comics, but there was a movie I remember watching where it was like, what if Ultron took over and Ultron basically was reading and then there's a rebellion and it's basically all the young it was the Avengers kids, so it was like Captain America's kid was now an Avenger. It was like basically young Avengers, but they're all just you know the Avengers, but, but you know they're they're children. Uh, very cool series, really fun uh, movie. Avengers babies is it called? <laughs> yeah, Maybe no, Avengers no, no, it hasn't come out yet. We're <laughs> We're looking at a 2022 uh, holiday season release on that. Awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think you could have done something with the Ultron, and I hope it comes up again, I guess. More than anything, I hope this wasn't just a cheeky end thing because I would like to see what would happen if Ultron. More than what would happen if Killmonger won again but in a different way, I would have rather seen what if Ultron, well, Ultron's plan succeeded. Yeah, so, uh, Tommy, you still haven't seen any trailers, right? Nope. I, this might be a situation where I want you to take your headphones out. Okay. Goodbye. I'll, I'll signal you. So Tommy is just taking his headphones out. He's not listening. Um, and we're going to talk about the trailer, right? Because, and if you don't want to hear this, skip ahead like like a minute. But the trailer shows um, basically a lot of these characters come together at some point. Like, uh, like I, and I've, I've hinted at this a few weeks and I didn't want to say it in front of Tommy because I know this stuff, is, it's a spoiler, but I, I think it's safe to say the finale of this series is going to be all of these characters coming together. You're going to get Captain Carter. You're going to get, uh, your Dr. Strange. You're going to get Killmonger. You're going to get Party Thor. And I think the enemy of it all, and there's even shots of, uh, the possible, uh, like Ultron, his little Ultron buddies. I think they're coming together. And I think that this is the big bad of the season and it's all coming together like this. So Tommy, you, you can come back on. Um, were you planning my birthday present? Were you telling them what you were going to give me for my birthday? All right, everyone, Tommy's gone. What we're going to do is we're all going to get this. We're going to throw a party in his house while he's away. And then he's going to like come home early and we're going to have to clean up. <laughs> oh, you got it. Oh man. I don't know. Do I have to clean up too? Do I have to participate in the cleaning? Uh, no, 
because okay. we will we we're throwing the party without you tommy actually oh. <laughs> yeah you told us not to have parties while you were gone but we did it anyway dang yeah <laughs> no more parties uh but yeah like so with that being said i won't say what i said but um there i i've hinted this for weeks there are spoilers in in the actual trailers so it, yeah. it kind of it tells us a lot about what could be going on i've actually liked not knowing the order i think that's been a nice treat for me yes, is coming in each week being like oh we're doing this right now that's intriguing so uh, i've actually liked that side of of this show i actually wish their promo didn't even give away any of the like i'm looking at the background right now and i can see people on it and i almost wish they didn't even have anything there yeah no the, uh i i've had an idea of what like some of the episodes are going to be right like we knew zombies was coming i i knew that we had captain carter but i never knew week to week the last couple of weeks though they have like they've dropped the poster of the episode before like for instance this week they released the the party thor poster which spoiled the episode i mean not really spoiled it um but um yeah i liked i liked not knowing when it was coming but i knew the last two weeks what would you have done differently what if michael you were in charge of marvel that's what the, maybe that's what the segment is called what if we were in charge of marvel <laughs> yeah, what would we have um, done differently here I don't know because I I, I, I kind of pick up on what you were saying earlier. You kind of want like like if we really did rid him of Loki, does that become the same thing as like uh, Doctor Strange losing his heart? Right? We just get like, is it like just the more evil version of this character? Um, I almost feel like a good way to do it would be like, what if Thor and he kind of he kind of takes up the superhero role, right, or the Superman role? Sorry where Superman crashes on Earth as an infant and is raised by humans. I think that would be interesting to explore with Thor. Hear me out. What if instead of Loki being taken by Odin, what if Thor was taken by the Ice Giants? There you go. I'm down Uh, with that. No, I, I think with Thor, what I would have wanted from this, I would have explored more like what if Thor doesn't have loki where what does he lose and to me it's that competition of like they were constantly competing and i think you got i honestly think that party thor was already what we had like that's the whole if you look at the story of thor the whole reason that that odin puts him on earth and takes his hammer away is because he's getting too cocky he's getting too like so you know thinks he's the the biggest cheese in the room and so for me i would have almost played the opposite then if that's what he happens when he's with loki is he now too cowardly what about a cowardly Thor? Would that have been intriguing in this episode? Where we see a Thor that without that competition from his brother, he never is challenged and never builds that confidence up. You know what? I- I'm here for that. And actually, I think I think you could still do a comedic episode like that with Thor if he is kind of like uh, the, the cowardly lion, per se. And uh, again, it's not the swing towards comedy that I dislike. It's the lack of actual yeah. comedy within the idea. And party throw Thor just for me, been there, done that. That's already what we get, and we got a worse version of it here. Yeah, I was talking to because uh, my wife has not been following along with all of this. She hasn't watched. She might have seen an episode, not all of them, but she. Could, I mean, she knows that I'm watching it and stuff. Um, and she she'll ask me like, "Oh, what was this week's episode about?" And uh, I was like, "Oh, it's it's uh, it's party Thor," and she was like, "Oh yeah, so it's just Thor from Endgame, right?" 
I was like, uh, well, actually, it's way less cool than that. But and he's so wise. This is the OER I should be talking to on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that podcast is coming soon. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll work on it. Um, Tommy, anything else on this episode? No, I think we dissected it enough. I think we're still Marvel fans. We always be Marvel fans. It's hard. Like, and, and audience, please give us feedback. Like, I, I'm sorry if we come off negative. I don't know if we do. But I, you know, we just we want to be honest with you guys, and I think we both like expect a lot, and we want a lot. And uh, I think for me, this was there was moments that I enjoyed, but f- for the most part, it didn't add to my life. Like I didn't walk away being like this changed me. It didn't, it didn't do anything for me. Right, and especially in comparison, uh, I want to talk about this really quickly, kind of going off the Marvel path. Um, especially in comparison to some other animation that we've been given this week. Star Wars Visions is here. We're going to be podcasting about it soon. And uh, like, uh, I've only seen three episodes thus far. I don't want to get too far ahead, but um, it's incredible. And it's like um, some of the, some of these what if episodes have been good, but like, I don't think anything compares to what we're getting with visions and uh, same with bad batch. Like uh, this is like the best animation besides invincible that we've seen this year. Yeah. We'll talk to it about it more when we cover Visions, but yeah, I think the difference is, I think Marvel has too much of their hand in the cookie jar when it comes to what if. There's so much limitations they can do with these with these with the product because they have to set up things and there's certain things that have to happen. I really, from what I've heard about Visions, they literally just handed this to uh, anime people, anime developers, who are just like, hey. Take the the Star Wars world. You can literally do whatever you want in the Star Wars world, and I think that's why we're enjoying because it it's just it's someone who who doesn't have the who has never touched that product, has never touched that franchise, and is doing something completely wild that probably no one has ever thought of. Yes, so uh, it's it's like uh, again we're looking for something like with what if we're looking for something fresh, we're looking for something new, right? We want to see these new concepts that like kind of shape the way we think about these characters. Um, and that's what we're getting with Visions. So if that's like the thing you're looking for and you're a Star Wars fan, please, please start watching Visions because we're going to, we're going to do a recap soon. Um, I think I can go ahead and spoil. Uh, we'll, we'll be recording with uh, uh, Greg Dunlap and Tommy, this is a surprise. Um, I, I haven't talked to you about this yet. Um, so I hope, hopefully you're not mad at me, but oh, no. we might have a secret fourth or uh, yeah, fourth person on the podcast but i can't confirm it yet so i won't say the name but we'll see so yeah. there's that so if they don't show up then everyone's gonna know it's because i put my foot down and i said no way michael <laughs> we got off the podcast i told him the real name and uh it's gonna be uh, uh yeah <laughs> he's gonna be like uh the frigga uh t- coming to scold me for inviting yeah people on the <laughs> podcast um Actually, uh, Greg might be listening. Well, Greg doesn't watch Marvel, but if Greg were listening, he doesn't know about it either because I haven't confirmed this person yet. But okay. Uh, with that being said, um, Tommy, you want to do some recommendations? Before we get to rec- listen, I don't think we really have any Marvel and Star Wars news, but I want to say this. And uh, it's, it's nerdum. It's really nothing to do with either of these properties, but I'm pumped because it just happened like hours ago. Uh, there's been in the works a Mario animated movie, and they just today, casually, like Nintendo, as casually as you can get, just announced this voice cast, and it is bonkers. 
How did I, Tommy? Please, please, because I this is the first time. I like I was at, like I might have heard this, but forgot about it. But uh, at six me. o'clock Eastern, Nintendo has a Nintendo Direct. That those those who don't know, I'm a big Nintendo fan, but I'm a, I always follow these directs. They you know tell you about the news happening in Nintendo, what video games are coming out, and casually they just dropped. They, we've known this animated movie has been happening. There was rumors that at one point it might be live action. It's not. It's animated, uh, but they just casually released this voice cast. Uh, do you do you have a guess of who Mario could be? Uh, I know it's a, it's a wide open question. I don't give me Danny DeVito. No, okay, but that is people are still clamoring for a Danny DeVito to potentially play a different character that wasn't announced. But uh, Mario is Chris Pratt. Is going to be voiced by Chris Pratt. What the hell? <laughs> Luigi is voiced by Charlie Day. Okay, I like Bowser- that. I like that. Bowser is voiced by Jack Black. That's all right, too. I'll, I, I get behind that. Anna Taylor-Joy is voicing Peach. I love her, so yeah, yeah. she can do whatever. And then from there, it just gets bonkers. Like, it just keeps going. Says Rogan's going to be Donkey Kong. Uh, okay, yep. Great, great, great. And, and yeah, that's I mean, that's your core group. From there, you got, like, I think Fred Armisen's going to be Cranky Kong. Um, tons of other... Uh, comedians and and people, I believe, uh, Keegan from uh, Keegan and Pill, I believe they are. He he's uh, Toad, I think. I might be not sure. That's on right. that. Yeah. So just bonkers news that I just needed to talk about on a podcast because I'm kind of excited. That's wild. Uh, I want to I want to transition uh, a little bit. We're going to stay on the video game topic, but keep it Marvel here. Have you heard about some of these? There's been some new games announced. PlayStation did a little showcase recently. Um, of course, we've all expected to get another Spider-Man game soon. It looks like we are getting a Spider-Man and Miles Morales game together at this point. Um, but more importantly, Tommy, did you hear about the other Marvel game that had a teaser? I I have not. They're making a Lo- a Wolverine game. Logan. I would like that. I think he would do a really artsy Wolverine game. And and his powers, I feel like, can trans- translate really well in video game. Sometimes with these video games, it's really hard to do some of these super-powered creatures because it's just like, is is there enough there to, to make it a fun game? And I think Wolverine is a character that you can do that with. Yeah, especially with his like uh, his health regeneration. Like uh, Every character in a video game has that ability, right? So... Um... Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that one. I had to mention I didn't think about it until we started talking about video games, but uh, yeah, very 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 excited for that one. Um, and as for recommendations, I want to recommend a movie here. Uh, Tommy, I hope you've seen this. Have you seen *Malignant*? I've not. It's on HBO Max. I actually saw it. I saw it in a drive-in theater. Oh. Um, it was a double feature with my wife. We saw *Malignant* and *Don't Breathe* too. And you can guess which one I like more based on my recommendation. But *Malignant* is uh, it's <laughs> absolute. It's the craziest movie I've seen in a long time. Uh, like I don't want to say too much. It's a horror movie, and there's and like you will never like I could tell you the plot, but it, the, that won't even matter because you'll never guess where this movie's going. Like the less I say, the better. Um, if you just want your world rocked and your brain confused and like. The hairs on the back of your neck to stand up. I would watch *Malignant*. So, 
I know that that doesn't like give you too much, but like if you're a horror movie person, like uh, look, check it out. It's a lot of fun. So, um, what you got, Tommy? Uh, I mine is more of an update. There's a, a series that I recommended before, the Disney Behind the Attractions. They just released the second part. Uh, I actually think it's probably more intriguing because I think a lot of the rides from the first are like your big names, right? You got your space. Uh, Space Mountain, you got uh, uh, Star Tours, you got all that stuff. Uh, This one is more the obscure things. They they have one about the castles, the one about the monorail, the one about uh, it's a small world. And I actually found it more intriguing because I knew nothing about these rides or attractions. So I, I would definitely give it a look if you are a big Disney guy. Yeah, it's funny. I, I I went to Disneyland this summer, and I don't know, like, we did Star Tours. That's the one outside of uh, Avengers Campus and Galaxy's Edge that we did, because uh, we spent all our time doing Marvel and Star Wars stuff, ironically. Um, so, yeah, that might be good for me to, like, brush up on, uh, like, actual Disneyland stuff. I would give it a listen. And, and like I said before, they have, you know... A, a, an episode on on star tour so they do cover the star wars stuff of present and then they also have one on uh tower of terror so of course they cover uh guardians of the galaxy ride and also they cover the rest of marvel's campus in there so those are fun episodes maybe to start yourself out on michael awesome that is uh that's good to know um tommy anything else before we before we get on out of here I think that's it for me. I'm excited to see what, what comes down next in What If. Uh, maybe we'll get like a new party person. What if Nick don't, Fury don't, was a party guy? Tommy, oh God, I'm done with I'm done with parties. More parties. I'm never going to go to a party again after watching this episode. Oh, stop that's how much I hate it. No, no. Well, what counts as a party for you? A, a gathering of any sort. So, so no more gatherings for I'm you. I'm full okay? mode. I'm full quarantine mode, Tommy. I'm all never right. leaving my home. We'll love to see it. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we will wrap it up. Uh, I want to give some thank yous here to Aaron Robertson who did our music, and Ethan Kellum who made our logo. I also like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes, preferably five stars. And actually, especially like when we start a new show, like if you don't know how this stuff works, like. So they they will uh, people that that like these shows who also like podcasts sometimes they will just search in iTunes and be like yeah I just watched Visions I I need someone to talk about it with or or I need to hear some discussion on it let's search Star Wars Visions and every time that we get a review it bumps us up a little bit higher in the search results so it really does help the podcast and like. I know it might seem like, oh, this is just like a review. It might feel good to them. It's not that. It's not even just like our egos. It's also literally like it changes who sees our podcast. So I really, if you haven't done that, please give us a review. Also subscribe. I think that helps too. I don't know how the algorithm works. But I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, you might as well subscribe so you can get episodes every week. Um, also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Star Wars Pod. And ask us for a Discord link. Um, we, we, we get a little community going on in there. And uh I got to meet one of the podcast listeners at an event this week because the, uh, I mean, I, I had spoken to him already, but um, if it weren't for that discord, who knows? So if you want to get involved in that, uh, join our discord. And uh, I think that's all we got for you guys. So uh, look guys, don't throw parties, stay safe and never watch this episode again. Bye. Bye. Bye.